Hello. Hello. We are on episode two of our October special. Yeah. Yeah, so many good things are happening, and I'm super excited. Thank you for doing this with me. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I, am, I am a Halloween nerd. Yeah. An October fall nerd. Oh so, gosh. like, this makes me incredibly happy. Oh, well, I hear my bracelets going Oops. today because I forgot to <laughs> tuck them into my sweater. Um, but, yeah, so today we are going to be doing Who Are You Going to Call?, which is going to talk about our paranormal programming that we've had here at the library. Last year, we had an investigator come and do some investigating with the people who came to the program. Mm -hmm. This year, we're going to have a different investigation team come here, and we're going to tell you a little bit about that program, who they are, and then we're going to dive into some of our personal ghost stories that we have. Yes. So definitely stick around for those because that (laughs) is going to be pretty fun. Um, and we hope you enjoy. So I guess after the music, we'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're going to end it. Oh, that's fine. Just let it record. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So today is actually going to be more like our usual format mm-hmm. than uh, t- us talking at you. Yeah. We're going to have some <laughs> crazy stories for you later on, but. Last year, you were there. Yes. I was there. That was, was a great very interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So we actually had a lot of people turn up for that program too. We did. There was like, there was probably 30. I would definitely say a yeah, safe number is 30. A good number. It yeah. filled up the auditorium, it did. like seating that we have mm-hmm. just out. Um, and the person that we had come here, he brought his own equipment. Um, that we were able to use after, but let's talk about the actual presentation yeah. that I gave first. So what do you remember about that? Um, I remember a lot of, um, I remember recordings that he used, and uh-huh. then I remember, uh, there were specific places, but I'm not remembering the places off the top of my head, yeah. but there was like, there were certain ones where, you know, he showed the recordings, uh-huh. um, of hearing something. Uh-huh. I don't remember what it was though. I think I was just so like, Excited for the you know the the library investigations that I, yeah, I, yeah. I totally forgot about the um, what he was talking about. Do you remember? Yeah, was um, like... I was really interested in the first part of what he did, which was all about like the theory and the different oh, ideas yes. on like what what are ghosts? Because yeah. he spent a long time on that, that was question. really cool. what are ghosts? Like, is it a spirit or someone mm. who's passed on and they're still lingering behind? Is, is it energy? energy? Yeah. Is it a time warp that mm-hmm. you're experiencing? And so it was really neat to hear that because, like, I think everyone probably, I think it's safe to say everyone has a different conceptual idea of what a ghost is, like, and how that can manifest and do different things. So Mm -hmm. he he talked a bit about that. I thought that was really cool because I think for me, my first thought for ghosts is, like, Ghostbusters. It's, like, very in-your-face, this-is-a-ghost kind of scenario. Ooh, Uh, ooh, yeah. But um, it was really, a really interesting look at um, taking a step back and be like, well, you know, it, it, could, it you know, maybe that is mm. like that for someone, but you know, um, even just the energy and the spirit, you know, that um, you know, the way that a that a building is affected by people mm. and who live there and or who are there for extended periods of time and how energy is stays and you know what happens to it. I mm. thought that was really really cool. Um, yeah, and uh, it definitely gave me. a 
a newer perspective of like how you look at these kind of right. occurrences. Right. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, and it was neat to see like the process that these investigators take. I'm sure there's like different processes, but his seemed very like step by step by step mm. to rule out anything on that could be influencing. Like, is it the heater going yeah. in the basement? Is there some kind of ambient electrical signal from mm. a nearby cell tower? So like he did a lot of in depth talk about how he worked, mm. which was really nice. Um, and then on top of showing us, like you said, showing us audio and yeah. different things, didn't he go to, um, did he go to the Borden house or am I mixing him up with something I else? think, I think you, yes, you talked about Lizzie Yeah, Warren. he talked he about did. the Borden house. Um, but by the way, I don't know if we actually mentioned who this was. So this is, um, Tim Weisberg. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim. He was host of the Spooky South Coast. Yes, um, which I think he's so, still here. I think it's still going on. I think, I'm pretty sure that it's still going on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, th- I don't think we actually. No, we didn't Jimmy mention his name. So. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Tim. It was super fun yeah. and super um, informative. But yeah, the Borden House, that was that's an intense one. Yeah, I it think. was really intense. Though when you think about it, a lot of like the nursery rhymes that we say as kids, and I feel like particularly in our area yeah. <laughs> around here, they're creepy. Ring around they're the rosy. Ring around the rosy. Lizzie Borden took an axe. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and then the one I was telling you about when we went to Boston. That yeah, time, the like, one crack that an egg on your head, let the yolk it. drip down. Yeah, does anyone else know this one? It's like crack an egg on your head, let the yolk drip down, let the yolk drip down. And you repeat it a couple times. I you remember say, that part. Spiders but I racing don't up your this back. One. <laughs> spiders racing down your back. And you run your fingers up and down the person's spine. And then you tell them you're on top of a tall building and you're moving them by their shoulders, kind of around in a little bit of a circle. And you say, now jump, and you push them. And then the color that they see with that push is the color that they'll see when they die, apparently. <laughs> These are the Just things like... we play to small children. So you went to my hometown recently. You yeah. saw what it's like. You could see why we'd get up to weird stuff. <laughs> but I'm like, I've again, I've heard about the egg part. <laughs> but that is... <laughs> And I was like, oh my god. The difference between an early um, ge- millennial and a late millennial. <laughs> or mid millennial. Maybe, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't remember anything that in your face. I think, um, <laughs> no, it, 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 <laughs> there wasn't anything. Again, like, you know, the, um, what did I just say? The uh, red, red, yeah, red, 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 uh, ring around the rosy. Ring around the rosy. And, okay. um, oh, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's nothing, um, nothing that that's pretty intense. <laughs> but my point about that too was yeah. though, like, he did a lot of local legends, mm. I remember, and telling you like how that has translated through the years mm. and through to today. And he took like the history of the buildings and told us the history to make us understand like this is maybe yeah. why certain things are seen in these areas. Or mm-hmm. didn't he talk about like a witch around a pond or something, or like, yeah, that. You know, she used to lure men to their dooms mm-hmm. in the middle of a snowy winter. Yes. But yeah, so like, local legend still has sway Definitely. and influence. Um, particularly around here, there's so many good ones, yeah. too, which is great. I know, with the history that we have here, yeah. is, we're, we're very fortunate. We um, are very fortunate. Because, yeah, I mean, the stories that they have now. Mm. Um, we're, we're going to talk more about the... the but that's, yeah, that's the, the other... Case. That's Believe. Yes, that's, <laughs> so we're yeah, not there yet. We're going... That'll be a good... That's a good teaser for, that is a, good for teaser. a future episode that we'll be doing mm. this month, so... Yeah. But anyways, back to what we did with Tim. Yes. 
Um, so he did his presentation. He gave a lot of background info. He showed us some EVP clips that he had, which were really alarming. Like some of the like... things that were the, were the uh, audio captured were just cool boy. Yeah. <laughs> it was spooky. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's stuff you don't you you hope that that's not what you ever encounter. Yeah, you do it like. I know. And then immediately after showing us that, he's like, okay, folks, let's go upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I was like, oh, no, you showed me all this terrifying yeah. things. And now, now we're going to go look around. And ghosts in the library. In the library. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> right. And so his, I think his first disclaimer was about the Ouija board, yes. too, which was like... We didn't use the Ouija board. We right? didn't, thankfully. Yeah. So I have a story about the Ouija board I'm going to oh, segue gosh. into okay. for a second. Yeah. <laughs> so... As a tiny child, my dad would tell me again and again and again, do not play with a Ouija board. Do not go near one. Do not look at it. Do not come. Don't just ixnay upe. Do not go near. Yeah. And his story about it was that when he was very young, there was a traveling carnival going through his town. And so he went to the fortune teller's tent there and she had a Ouija board. And he thought it was a bunch of bull. Like he mm-hmm. totally was prepared to just, you know, kind of mess with her a little bit yeah. and ask questions that she could never answer. Well, he asked her the question, like, what was my, the name of my first dog? And that was something that was like, it hadn't really gone outside the family ever. So there wasn't, how could a traveling fortune teller know? Right. And then the board spelled out the name of the dog or like she spelled it out with whichever way it worked, but like it was the name and it wasn't a common name for a dog. It wasn't like was? Spot or Buddy or something like that. It, I don't remember what it was at this point, but it was like, a people name and not a not a typical dog name yeah so he he recounted it as like he went white as a sheet and then he ran out of there <laughs> all the way back home yeah. and my dad was a troublemaker so like for him to be spooked about it, nothing spooked him oh either he was gosh. a troublemaker and nothing spooked him he was you know rough and tough yeah <laughs> but uh he was scared to death of that after that and he made me promise like oh repeatedly to never ever go near those things like, he'd bring it up out of nowhere yeah which would be the best thing too he'd be like about ouija boards oh, oh my gosh <laughs> i think uh, my only experience with the ouija board is um i was at some party i don't remember mm. what it was it was a pool party though it was like a pool ouija or we played the ouija that board sounds terrifying on the pool why would you do that to i a don't know it was in the middle of the day Listen, and I don't want to fall through a portal. I know, in your I was, pool. right? <laughs> I know, I was like, this is, this is going to be bad. Like, yeah. you know, um, I do remember playing it. Mm. I don't remember. What happened? No. Mm, I don't okay. think it was, I, I think I was just totally freaked out by it. Yeah. But after playing it, I, I don't know, I didn't really believe it, but. Yeah. I don't know. I, I um, it was very, I don't know, we were also in a pool. Right. I'm, I'm really confused by, by <laughs> what, how the story went, but I remember being on a pool and playing. That is the distinct part yes. of the story. Pool Ouija board. Pool. Yes. Any of y'all ever played with a Ouija board in a pool? Please let us know. Yes. I'm really curious how that happens and how that works out. For we you. might have had something floating, and then we played it. I, I don't remember now. I'm just picturing like, you know, the inflatable unicorns that they have now, yes. like an inflatable Ouija board tablet, and then I you just kind of move a pool noodle around it. <laughs> But I'm glad Tim didn't bring one out just because, I mean, I know he gave the disclaimer, like, it's only as powerful as you let it be, yeah. whatever you let in, as long as you follow the rules and you close it, you're fine. But it's just one of those things where it's like instant 
instant on edge spidey tingles. Yeah. Something is not right when I see one. Like I just I don't mess with those. Mm. I don't. Nope. Yeah, I'm not not into that. Not into that. <laughs> I, I like to say that I'm not a big you know believer in ghosts, but mm. like don't don't I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> but just in case, <laughs> I'm just in just case. Just in case. <laughs> Uh, I hear you. I hear you. Um, but what he did bring out on the first floor, we gathered in front of our circulation desk, which if any of you haven't been in our building before, it's an old New England building. So there's the parking lot level. And then from the parking lot level, there's this little strip landing and a glass foyer. You go past that up a short flight of stairs and you hit the main ground floor. That's where the circulation area is. And that's to the right. And then to the left is this longer extension of the building which has the dvds the children's collection the young adult collection the children's picture book mm. room so we gathered in front of our center display in front of the circulation desk and the opac stations <laughs> and he gave us dowsing rods yes i remember that i had the dowsing rods ah. at one point oh yeah there is photographic evidence i think on facebook yeah of them um, just kind of like yes <laughs> Um, I was not a fan of the dowsing rods. <laughs> I, I was a little like, I was, I, I was skeptical. I'm about very it. skeptical just in general yeah. about everything. Um, the dowsing rods for me though, I was like, ah. <laughs> they just kept I don't really, I don't, wiggling I, around. Yeah. I wasn't a, yeah. I think, um, I th- the, war- the fun part was when they had the EMS F transmitter or whatever, the. The cold spot. The cold one? spot one. Yeah. That one was really the 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 electronic one that we had. Yeah, and he there was would, something... he asked it a question and it would make it spike. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, there was that one, and then of course the app, which yeah. we have to like. Yeah. We're gonna have to talk about. Definitely, we'll have to talk about the yeah. app. But to give you an idea of what happened with the dowsing rods and with the um, the cold spot detector, mm-hmm. um, what essentially what he did is he would he'd have each of us kind of take a turn holding the dowsing rods and then we'd start asking questions like mm-hmm. is there anyone here um can you move this specific rod yeah. to the left or this specific rod to I the thought, right i thought there was something like if the rods cross it means one it means yeah. yes or no and the, if they were there straight it means yes yeah. or no like it was one yeah of it was things, like a yes or no type question yeah. and same with the cold spot readers mm-hmm. like make it spike for yes don't mm-hmm. do anything for no um and those went around, and those are also things you can get off of Amazon for like cheap, yeah, too, which is nice. So if you are curious and you want to try, I think he suggested do not try this on your own. But if you know someone who already is into investigating, yeah. maybe ask them like, "Hey, can you teach me?" Because hmm. those those were fun. I was skeptical, but they were fun. Yeah, because I had never held a dowsing rod in my life, aside from like the odd stick that I, I found in the woods <laughs> as a tiny child and pretended like could show me the way to the fairy yeah. realm. <laughs> so. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I was a very imaginative. You saw where I live. <laughs> there was only so much. It was my imagination yeah, and books. I mean, very happy childhood actually yeah. that way. Very happy. But um, that was really cool. But then we weren't getting a lot of activity. Um, so he pulled out this app on his tablet, which basically what it did it. It says consonants and vowels and like go- yeah. gobbledygook sounds, like just sounds that are in everyday language. And the supposedly the ghost, the spirit, the energy, whatever it is, can pull, yeah, pick yeah. out those sounds to form words. Mm-hmm. 
And so he tried it. We didn't really get much down at Cirque, I remember. We Did got, you? No, like I don't think we bit? got very much at Cirque. We got a couple. We got a, like, again, it was mostly gobbledygook. Yeah. I think the, we, we got the most was when we went on the second floor. Yeah. Um, this was right behind the reference desk on our second floor. And um, again, to give you a picture of if you haven't been in our library before, um, you go up a set of stairs. Um, there's a mezzanine area, and then you um, follow the staircase up. And right in front of you, you'll have um, to the right hand side, there's like a lounge area with magazines um, and newspapers. And then uh, kind of straight ahead is the reference desk. And behind that reference desk is the old judge's bench um, yes. from when um, when we were a courthouse. When it was a courthouse um, uh, at the library. And we spent a lot of time just standing right in front of the judge's bench, right. which is, um, it's behind our, our public computers. It's like the where all the 900s and above um, are right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and where the biographies are. Um, and yeah, and we stood around there for a while because we had we a got activity, activity there, which yeah. was super neat. Yeah. To, to also like describe the judge's bench for you guys, mm-hmm. it is this Giant. big <laughs> chunk, a solid wood, carved yeah. very, very. I would almost say like very neatly. Like it just yeah. looks very tidy and it looks very it looks official. Like it fits there too. It's like it looks like it's it fits pretty, there. Yeah. I'm not sure if it it was there and they just never moved it or if they did move it there i'm I'm not sure but right now it's for mostly like reference storage yeah um but you can again you can still see it today you can come touch it yeah (laughs) which is fine if you're curious um someone up in reference can show you where it is yeah go poke it yeah it's always cool i like touching things that are yeah If, if those of you who um if any of you listen um who get the Puzzles that we will copy and print out, um, those are all actually Yeah, New York Times right crossword. New York, yeah, those are all um, on that judge's uh, bench. Yeah. But, so we went up there actually on the suggestion of our assistant director, Emily Mylan, because she, mm-hmm. you know, she knows the history of the building. Mm-hmm. And when he was saying, you know, we're not getting much down here, is there anywhere that you think there could be? She yeah. said, oh, yeah, the second floor. The because <laughs> if, there's, if it's energy and there's yeah. anything lingering around, it's probably going to linger around the thing that decided the fate of quite a bunch of people right so we went up he had the app and the part that i like still laugh about (laughs) is so we were asking it questions and you know he kept being like well yes there was someone there someone something was confirming that yes i'm here Mm -hmm. and then he'd be like well what's your name who are you and then he kept asking and asking it and giving it time to respond and I remember Emily looking at me and then I was looking at, I was distinctly looking at her because I'm like, I hear this word, but I don't want to be the one to say, I hear this word. And then I looked at you and I looked at Emily I'm like, I'm <laughs> going like, to be the oh one to no. say this word. I'm like, is it Tamison? Because it sounded like it was saying Tamison. Yeah. Multiple, t- not just like once, but no, multiple times multiple in a times. row. And and to give you an idea of like what that clicking sound is like for the vowels and consonants, there's no way that you can mistake the clicking vowels as like a word. No, it just it sounds. It's right, right, right. Yeah, like it's. (laughs) It sounds like someone's taking a vinyl record and just like scrubbing it really fast. And there's there's no words in there, so. 
to this and to succinctly here. I might play with this, like toward, yeah. toward the end. I think we, we had some plans of, so I, I might end up playing like getting this app because it's only yeah. available for Android. But yeah, maybe, it is only for Android. Maybe we can do a demo of it. We um, could try. Because, we could definitely try. Yeah. Yeah, we'll try and play some audio for you okay. if we can. Um, but we don't have audio of the actual event. But he did record it, and the yeah. app can record what you capture. Um, but yeah, the name Tamison kept coming up. Yeah. And once we acknowledged, like, okay, Tamison, he hands it over to us, and I'm yes. standing there and holding we're all this, standing. And I'm like, I feel like oh, we're holding boy. this iPad, and like all of us are terrified of like holding I'm it. Like, I'm just I'm like, not we're sure I want to hold friend. the first librarian. <laughs> I'm sure she was a lovely lady, but yeah. <laughs> but not sure if want. Oh my god. <laughs> um. And so we started asking her questions mm-hmm. like, oh, what do you think about, you know, how the library is doing yeah. and how, how do you like the way the books are arranged? Yeah. Are we, are we doing things, um, are we doing in your way? Like, are yeah. we, are we, we doing it up, to your, doing it up to your standards? Yeah. Let me tell you, Tamison is salty. I'm yes. sorry, Tamison, if you're listening, but you're salty. Yeah. Um, she she had some choice words for us. She did about I guess her um her conclusion was that it was decent. Decent, yeah. I think that was the word she used was decent. Like it that we were doing an all right job. <laughs> we weren't really doing, you we're know. Like, oh, okay. Oh I see. <laughs> I see how it is. Oh my god. And we started asking her things like random, like random like, questions yeah, just like to you, test her. You brought um. Someone, I ended up getting the iPad for some yeah. reason. I was like, oh no, what am I going to do with this? And finally I asked because um, I had broken my ankle um, probably uh, like four, four months, months ago. Before I would say. Yeah. Um, and uh, like, so I broke my ankle and this was at home. This was not, you know, at the library or anything like that. But after having broken my ankle, I found out that like, a lot of our staff have also experienced broken Foot, ankles. Ankle, knee, leg ankles, issues, yeah. too. I was the first right ankle, I think. Yeah. Everyone else was the left. But, like, there were a lot of staff members. I think I counted out, like, five staff members. Yeah, that they had, had like, something. Either, you know, while working at the library. Or no, like, not in the library, but, like, having while worked at the library or, like, right before it. Um, and so, you know, we had this joke that, you know, yeah, the library curse. curse. <laughs> and you, you know, guard your ankles. Don't like ankles. And so I was like, oh, do you have anything against ankles? And at this point, I'm wearing a brace. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. still kind of lumping around. And I heard bad thing. <laughs> it was like, that bad was thing. all. Um, oh my God. And I was like, no. <laughs> well, maybe she was just making a comment like, it's bad well, that I this think, thing happened. Yes. Well, I think we could take a, interpret that in a lot of ways. Because yeah. I, I, um, I think we ended up taking away from it that she was concerned about yeah about how many <laughs> ankle how injuries many there are injuries i'm there. sure it's probably concerning to yeah. her to see all these people coming through with braces i mean through her home yeah i mean i had my scooter and yeah. then someone was in a wheelchair yeah it's probably the first time she's seen a scooter too probably yeah yeah but um there was a, yeah there was someone in a wheelchair there's also someone in crutches so there was a lot, yeah. of, a lot of different people that did yeah um but the cool thing yeah. was it wasn't just her too. No, who answered. it wasn't. There was supposed to be uh, who else was Obed answered. Obed, yeah. Obed was there, he said. Um and then Colonel Colonel Brooks was there, our beloved founder. Mm-hmm. I remember we got that and I was so whenever it said like his name. Yeah. 
<laughs> Tamsin was the one mainly talking and like saying this person here, this person here, yeah. this person here. Whenever I said that name, and I remember distinctly, and I'm embarrassed by this, but I'm just gonna say it anyways. But it was like I got the iPad at that point. I was like Colonel Brooks, and I was like, "You have lovely mutton chops, sir." Because that's the only thing I could think that popped <laughs> in my head is to compliment his mutton chops from his painting. <laughs> Yeah. I don't remember. Did you respond to that? I don't remember. I don't remember. I hope not. I ju- I just I just remember being like, wow, that's what you can do. I whatever whatever plane of existence they're on, Tamison yeah. just probably like looked at him like, uh, uh this one, let's not talk to this one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this one has a thing with angles, this one just really likes mutton chopping. <laughs> but um it was neat to have them all there and to, yeah. to talk to each other. I don't think we had any interaction from anyone associated with the judges bench. No, I don't think so. Um, um, though I, he seemed to distinctly steer the questions away from anything like negative yeah. associated, which I found very nice. Yeah. Again, I never think there's anything negative in this building. It doesn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. It's all good, good feelings yeah. in this building, but just the... I feel like if you're asking for it, you're giving it away. Anyway, yeah. So... That was nice that he he stuck to the family and we got to talk to the family and we got to talk to Tamison. Um, and then after that, as as everyone was clearing out, as the patrons were clearing out, we got the chance, Jamie and I, yeah. we got the chance to walk around with a gold spot detector. And do you want to tell this one? <laughs> there was a to- there was a lot of gold spots uh, right outside of the local history room, yeah. which is terrifying to me because I think it I wasn't think, anywhere else. Yeah, I think um, specifically we avoided that area because yeah. there had been a lot of people who have experienced things over there. Yeah, and I think there were some people who were a little bit concerned about going over going there. over there. Um, and we went, and the lights we went were kind of off, like, ah. too. Well, yeah, they were, the lights were kind of off, but we got a lot of cold spots. I remember right we outside the local all the way to the top of the meter. Yes, that was terrifying. And then I looked at you, and <laughs> we, thought it we going booked to it die. down the stairs as fast as we could. <laughs> as fast as you could, you poor thing. You were hobbling, and, like, and you're, oh, you're like, let me go quick. <laughs> let me go quick in the boot. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm, like, sliding oh down the stairs. <laughs> Yeah, that was <laughs> that was intense. I just remember like being like, "Oh god!" <laughs> I do remember you jumping and looking and holding it out. But um, it definitely yeah. like that's and that's a spot where people see yeah. things. Well, yeah, I mean that's what we talked about last week is yeah. the um, that whole area. I mean, again, it was a residential area, so um, makes sense. It makes sense. There was probably a lot of people in and out, and you know, and that's all. You know, I don't know. I'm, Regardless of what it is, good, yeah. bad, anything upstairs in that area, having it do that to the meter. That was that was spooky. That was spooky. Especially like after having just talked, quote unquote, to yeah. them. I remember I went home and I called one of my friends who lives in in Boston yeah. and I was telling her like what happened. She's like, Listen <laughs> I want you to like go try and cleanse she's into like crystals and stuff oh like that gosh. she's like cleanse this area of your house i'm like i don't know how to do that <laughs> i'm like i'm not sure i'm that That's, i just thought it was the coolest thing that was so cool. it was the coolest like yeah part of me wants oh to go my, back over <laughs> i want to do it again like i'm just yeah oh my gosh when i'm I, i'm gonna get that app and i think we we will definitely like it over there because yeah we'll have to come in one one yeah. late afternoon night after hours with Jamie and Emily. 
Ooh, that would okay. That would actually be an interesting episode. <laughs> Suddenly, that becomes Why? our new yeah. spinoff oh podcast. <laughs> what we talk about, I don't know, but we'll figure it's it out. Librarians after hours. It's just us complaining. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding. But so that was that was last year's yeah. um, program that we had, and this year. We're going to have another one because it was such a huge success. This year, we're inviting TNK Paranormal um, Investigation Research Investigation Society to come to the library and give kind of what they talk about as their Paranormal 101, their crash course into this is what investigation is, this is some of what we found, um, and, and really give you that nice bare bones basics, mm. foundational stuff to get you, you know, pique your curiosity, uh, answer some of your questions. And so they're going to be here. They're going to do that talk. They're going to do a Q&A afterwards. So definitely come ready with questions. It is by registration only, though. So I haven't checked recently, but I know there a few spots have filled up. But there's, I think it caps at 40 people. Um, if you go to our website and you go to events on that red ribbon, You'll be able to find it on the list and just click on the little hand and pen icon. That's how you can sign up. If you click on the event description, there's also like a sign up button on that pop up box that appears. You'll need your name. Um, I believe it asks for an email address, yeah. a phone number, and then you'll get a reminder before the event happens just so you, you remember to put on your schedule. But otherwise, it's free. Um, there's no cost to use. As with every library program, there is no cost to use. So Please feel free to register. Come in. We'd love to have you here for that yeah. evening. T and K sound really, really I'm, interesting. I'm really excited because, you know, with the with the amount of people that are also presenting. Yeah. Um, like that. They've that was really, really surprising team. to me. Yeah. It's really incredible mm-hmm. to and to hear about their work. We met with um, the founder Todd yeah. Emily and I, and he just he's very passionate about his work, very knowledgeable mm-hmm. about his work, which is nice. Um, and he he just really offered a lot of insight mm-hmm. and so I think we may have some more potential programming with them in mind in the future but we don't have any solid details yet about yeah. that but we'll definitely keep you appraised of if anything comes running down the line with them but we wanted to give a shout out to them and say yes. thank you for coming here to do this program we're so excited to have you mm-hmm. and we just wanted to read their about yeah. us section from their website which is at tkprs.org again tkprs.org so i'm gonna read this straight as it says it on the on the site all right so t and k paranormal research society was founded in 2017 by todd cope and carrie martin and now has five active paranormal investigators and two investigators in training our purpose is to help those that are experiencing paranormal activity in their homes and businesses We investigate in a confidential and professional manner by utilizing the latest research equipment and techniques. TKPRS members bring years, even decades, of paranormal investigation experience in an effort to answer the who and why in every case. We focus on investigating, documenting, and educating our clients about paranormal activity we find in in their location. If you feel that you need help, please feel free to reach out to TKPRS through our Facebook page, email, or phone. We are here for you 24-7. All of our services are free of charge, but we do accept donations and we are fully insured. All right. So mm-hmm. I would definitely suggest going to their website, yeah. listening to some of their stuff. Um, it's really great. Oh, let me, and we're going to take a quick break because we're about to run out of recording space and we're going to come back. 
right, we're back. Back from break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we rushed through that last end bit there. Yeah. So apparently you can only record up to 30 minutes in your web browser. Um, but I should put the app on this little tablet and see how that works. Yeah. Because I did not realize that. Huh. Hmm. We're learning new something new about podcasting every day. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right. So that was paranormal programming at yeah. the library. Um, if you guys have anything else that you would love to see come here, please let us know. Mm. And I think it's time for personal ghost stories. Okay. I mean, you, <laughs> you have much more experience than I do, so um, feel free to just go right into, to go right into I'm it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, very... No, I don't, I don't really have anything. No? Nothing? No, You've got like, some, like, creepy stuff. Again, the Hello. most that's happened to me is in this library, funnily enough, um, which we talked about last week. That's true, that's and, true. And, I don't know, we had something about sleepwalking. Oh, you didn't show me your clown <gasps> picture. I didn't. Okay. Oh, okay. Wait, well, um, let me talk about so this clown. Go ahead, talk about, <laughs> okay. I'm so sad. I, need, oh, I will show you. You'll come <laughs> home again, and I will show you okay. the clown. Definitely. Actually... Do you even want to see the clown? Because the clown is terrifying. I do want to see it. All especially right. after the story, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> so to preface this, I am not afraid of clowns. I like clowns to a degree. I mean, I'm indifferent more or less, but I do like them if mm. pushed to define what that is. So they don't bother me. But there is this picture that my mother bought from an artist of a clown. I don't know what possessed her to buy this picture of this clown, but she did. And she bought it, I think, probably before I was born because it's always been there as far as I can tell. So in our first house, it was in our in my playroom, um, which was kind of like the spare office where I also had my dollhouse. So I'd be playing behind the dollhouse and looking where this clown was hanging on the closet door. And it's this wooden frame around this picture of... He looks kind of like a scraggly clown, um, kind of what you would think of as those, you know, like the older pictures of them when they were riding on the trains with the knapsack on the back type. Oh, yeah. So he looks like an older type clown. He has his face fully painted and he's he's leaning with his elbows on a table and he's looking over his shoulder at you and he's just kind of smiling a little bit. And he's got a hand of poker cards in his hand. And there is something so unsettling about this picture. I don't know what it is. It just, even as a kid, like, I would not look at it through the windows of my dollhouse because I was convinced if I looked at it, something bad was going to happen. It just gives off the most negative energy you could ever imagine. This clown picture is like a, I'm convinced it's a portal to evil. (laughs) Like, this thing is... It is bad juju oh all around. Um, and my mother is, like, she has, she's oblivious to it. She's like, it's just a picture of a clown. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> this thing is, no, it's evil. <laughs> so there was a running joke in the family that my dad and I were just, because he was unsettled by it too. Yeah. And, and again, he wasn't really afraid of anything. Yeah. So, like, for him to be unsettled by it, and it wasn't like a, I don't like that picture. It's just like, whenever you go by it, you kind of want to roll your shoulders no. up towards your ears and just, just, kind of creeped out by it and so we had this running joke we're like we want to burn this picture we want to go get it blessed and then burn this picture because there's something wrong with it and it now lives in my basement um and in the unfinished part i have 
covered it up with blankets because I don't even want to like have the chance to glance at it when I go down there. I hate this clown picture. I cannot wait for the day that I can get rid of this clown picture. Oh my if my mom ever moves out of that house, I am going to joyfully try and leave that clown picture behind. Whoops. Because no, but you don't want to leave it behind because the next. I don't part- want it. <laughs> <laughs> This Look, it's sweet. not my problem this anymore. Is the, <laughs> not my this is the beginning of a ghost story. Like this, this poor family moves into this house, and the first thing they see is this terrifying clown. I mean, like it's not even a scary picture. That's no, the but thing. It's, like it's just there's something about the way he's smiling at you yeah. and the way he's just holding his cars. I don't know. It's very unsettling. Ugh. And my mom refuses to let go of it because she's like, "I have the artist's name. It could be worth something someday." I'm like, mother, no one wants this. <laughs> If someone wants this, they've got something else going on on the side. I'm convinced. (laughs) But that is the creepy clown picture. Um, Maybe I'll take a... I don't want to take a picture of it for Instagram. This thing is evil. I'm so, like... I'm dead serious when I say this thing is bad. Oh, my God. There's just something really bad about it whenever I look at it. Maybe I should bring it up here and ask, like, Todd, can you look at this thing? I think it's... Do it. Do it. Oh, my gosh. Because it's... Oh, my gosh. I hate this picture. I hate it. I hate it so much. And I don't use that word lightly. But that's the creepy clown picture. Uh, Not really a ghost story, just a unsettling family heirloom story. Yeah. Um, I think my most distinct ghost quote-unquote story is one from when I was very small. Um, We lived in this old house out in the middle of nowhere. So my town where I grew up was pretty rural. Um, There's two sides to it. There's one side that's, you know, like nicely developed middle class. And there's the other side that's you're in the boonies. (laughs) Um, It takes 30 minutes to get from where I used to live, like, to the center of town Mm -hmm. when we lived on that side. And it's farmland, it's trees, it's an old, run-down training school. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's very isolated out there. And we lived in this house that was, was primarily just the one floor in the basement, the top floor, quote unquote, was just my parents' bedroom, their bathroom, and then the attic. Mm. And so the attic was a place where we didn't really store anything because it was hard to put things up there just because it was a platform and then it sheer drop off to the side, the insulation part of the house. And so we really only kept like a couple big things there that wouldn't be moved easily. And that's just where they were like from when I was a baby, like mm. my crib, my high chairs, something like things like that, that we we're never going to use again. No one ever went in the attic because there was no reason to mm-hmm. like anything that was scurrying around the house, like mice or whatever were coming from the basement. So my cat took care of those, but mm-hmm. upstairs really just my parents' bedroom and this attic. And so there was one day when we were all in the house and we heard this horribly loud crash. Like it sounded like something had come through the ceiling. And, you know, we're running around like, like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And my parents kind of figured out, like, well, it's not downstairs in the basement. It's not in the main floor of the house. It distinctly had sounded like it was coming from upstairs. And so we went upstairs. And I remember being all three of us like that. Because no one wanted to go alone. My parents were not superstitious people. They are very math oriented, Mm -hmm. sciencey. They're tax. They were tax people. Like my dad was in taxes. My mom is in taxes. (laughs) Things like this do not 
like phase them yeah. typically, but th- something about that sound and just not being able to locate, like knowing it came up from upstairs, but not being able to conceptualize like, what could it have been. Yeah. We went up there all together and we looked in the attic. Nothing had fallen. Nothing had moved. Nothing had gone through there, but you could see the dust settling in the attic as if something had gone walking across it and, st- and disturbing the- right no exactly and so we close the door and we let it be but after that it happened a couple more times um oh my God. sporadically throughout you know my life as a kid there um just really loud sounds that should not have come from places where they were coming from or like there was nothing that could have fallen there was nothing that did fall there was no evidence of anything you know breaking or or being moved except for you know you'd look in the attic and there's the dust settling mm. so that that was like my most distinct ghost story I would say just because I mean we could never answer what it was yeah. and we never found out even by the time we moved out of that house we couldn't answer what it was um and I mean it I'm sure there's an answer for yeah. it maybe it was the furnace knocking and we just heard it echo weirdly in the house but that's so it, it honestly, like, if you've ever had your closet fall down on you, like, ha- ever heard that sound, um, it's definitely loud. You you just know instinctively, like, oh man, yeah, something big broke, and nothing broke in that case. <laughs> that that's my big one. Huh. I'm trying to think. My funny one that uh. Yeah, your grandma's. Just- Oh, yeah, I have my grandma's one. Well, my grandma's one is kind of a nice one. Yeah. My grandma's one. So my grandma, um, she passed away when I was young. She passed away when I was nine years old from a long battle with cancer. And she lived in our house for a really long time with us before she passed. Mm. Um, you know, part of that was I would take care of her in the morning. I would take care of her. I'd help my mom care for her more or less. I'd sit with her in the morning, mm. and, you know talk to her at breakfast and yeah. try and keep her spirits up whenever it was cute having your little grandkid I guess wander around you but um she was a great lady she was a fantastic lady I love her to pieces but you know after she passed it was kind of hard to you know remember her being in the house shuffling around and on days when I'd have a bad day I had this locket that had her picture in it, and I kept it hanging from one of the curls of the headboard in my bed. And when I was having a bad day, I'd talk to her. Mm. And one time when I was having a really bad day, I was talking to her, and all of a sudden the locket popped open and her picture fluttered out to land on the pillow next to me. So I'm convinced Grandma did it. I'm convinced she was like, nope, I am here. I am here and I am am listening. So... Yeah, that was a that was a nice thing, but I have since lost that locket. Oh, yeah, it's really sad. But oh well, yeah. But yeah, it was nice that it happened when yeah. it did, especially like when you're having a bad day to yeah. have to feel like oh yeah, my my relative is here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was my grandma's story. Hmm. Um, my creepy, not really creepy. It was just kind of funny. I had to yeah. ask my best friend about this one. Um, because she has a much more clear memory than I do. I have the memory of a goldfish. Um, she and I, she went to Boston College, and I went to Northeastern for undergrad, so we would go visit each other a lot. And I went to BC one day to see her, 
And part of what we do is we go for walks. Like that's just a thing we've done since, you know, we were in freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. We'd go on these long walks together, just kind of in the area. And so there was a cemetery right near her dorm room. Like I think right across the street from her dorm room mm-hmm. at BC. And so we decided, well, let's go through a walk through there. It'll probably be peaceful. It was a really old one. Yeah. You know, there was a newer section, but we strayed towards the older part with the crypts and the mausoleums and the tilted headstones. And so we went and we took a walk through there. And I remember it being really cold. And we're going along these twisting path lines and we see this crypt. (laughs) And I had to ask her about how this went because, like, my memory of it is very fragmented. But her memory of it was very, very sharp. And she's like, she remembers stopping and looking at it because there was just something odd about it and the crypt was open and on the stoop was this wine glass that was filled with wine Mm. which was odd and then around the wine glass was this piece of string and a tag like an old parchment tag tied that said like always yours or forever love or something like it was something to do with like eternal love and we both looked at it looked at the open crypt and then booked it back to her dorm room because like "Mm, whatever that is don't want to mess with it we came back the next day and it was gone so someone was having an interesting time (laughs) um we used to joke like ha 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 we found a vampire giving a wine (laughs) yeah giving wine away it was like this really dark color so we were like ah it was a totally a vampire but um It was just something that, even when I texted her about it the other day, I'm like, do you remember when we did that? And she's like, oh yeah, I remember that (laughs) clearly. She totally remembered it. So that's not really a ghost story, but it's it's just like a funny, weird thing. Like either there's some really interesting folks out by BC who Mm -hmm. decide I'm just going to go pour a cup of wine and put it outside an old crypt that hasn't been touched since 1802. But then or, where did it go? That's but then like, where did it go? Yeah. And then I'm going to go take it back. Yeah. <laughs> like, so uh, definitely an odd one. Um, but those are like my my ghost stories. So that's all I have. Yeah. And I, I like, I unfortunately, you, I really covered. don't. <laughs> like, yeah, again, I've, I've pretty much covered it um, in the last one, which is yeah. hilarious. Like, you know, my, my few experiences are here. <laughs> But um, but yeah, but yeah, we're we're running out of time. We're running out of time for but, this episode. But next episode, we'll be back with some more. Again, look at our lineup on our calendar to see you know what's coming up. We've got believe still about New England cryptids, local hauntings on Cape Cod. Mm. We've got um, uh, with young, Anne, adult with young adult and children books with Anne coming up. So there's there's definitely good things coming your way. Thank you for joining us for mm. this. We're so excited that you're listening to this mm-hmm. and. Peace out. Yeah. Have a great day. (laughs) Stay spooky. Thank you.